Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Pints and Perspectives, a podcast hosted by Wellhouse Church, where we believe that there's a plethora of theological perspectives and plenty of beer to go around. Wubba-lubba-dub-dub! Hey, if you are a watcher, a listener, a subscriber, a liker of Pints and Perspectives, we see you, we love you, we uh, appreciate you, and if you know what Wubba-lubba-dub-dub actually means, if you know what that translates to, comment below, and I will... um, Make an empty promise about some reward that I have not yet thought up. Amen. Hey, welcome to Pines and Perspectives. Here we go. Here we go. Well, it's still January. Still January. Um, no, no insurrection this year. Uh, thus far. Thus far. We're only eleven days in. That's true. Although I guess I guess the Republicans did like shut down the entire operation hey, of the so, house for a week. But yeah. I, this is not a political podcast, but both <laughs> of us are kind of political nerds. Uh, yo, For sure. I, did you know that the last time it took 15 ballots? How many years ago, Cullen? Oh, it was on the eve of the Civil War in 1861, and it took 44 ballots. Yes, the GOP back in its rare form. Oh, my gosh. I was like, well, and now he has no power, and I'm like, bro. I, this I, this is about to be a catastrophe. It is not the the Republican Party is really into performance art right now. It's they are not joke. into governing. They are no. not into governing. They have they are not governing. They are into well, performance and art. I think if I can be real honest, it is a game. I think Matt Gates really wanted it was a performance. A ten seconds of fame, absolutely, and he wanted a committee assignment. Yeah, so he shut down the entire country for a week. Woo! Yeah. Hey, what look? That's what's wrong with that beer. It's not open yet. Uh, (laughs) Same thing. (laughs) uh, Okay. So uh, allow me to introduce this beer that is, uh, as it rests today, uh, I'll tell you exactly. My guess is is y'all brewed a five gallon batch. Is that a standard amount? Yes. I think that's correct. Yes. Uh, And did you do all grain or extract? All grain. All grain. So a five gallon all grain batch. That means you got somewhere around 50 beers in totality. That I think, yeah, is that, is that 12 six-packs? How many? That's 10 six-packs. No, that's 60 beers. About, the, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's about, yeah. Because we, we did 12-ounce bottles. Yeah, it's about eight, eight yep. six-packs, somewhere yep. around yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. Yes, uh, yes, that sounds right. Maybe a little bit left over. Um, but this may be the last one in existence. Tell us about this beer, Adam. I do wonder if it is. Uh, okay, so this uh, this was brewed in 2012. So uh, that's... It's 10 years old. 10 years old. It's about 10 and a half years old because I think we did it in February, if I'm not mistaken, of, 20, of 2012. Well, yeah. that would make it almost exactly 10 years old because it's January. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess it's 11 almost years 11 old. years old. 11 years old. Yeah. 11 years old. Yeah, 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 because it's January. Yes, math is hard. Um <laughs> And so me and my buddy Ben Chambers, again, shout out to Ben Chambers, my, um, my, my beer teacher and uh, guru and um, Jedi Knight. Uh, he wanted to brew a beer for our other friend's wedding. My buddy Mike Jaffe uh, was getting married. We used to drink beer with each other a lot. And we were like, uh, what do we do for a bachelor party for Michael's uh, wedding? 
we went camping and we brewed beer. I think that's how it all went down. Anyway, so we, we did a brew. Um, and was that your first time brewing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Not, uh, is not that your last time brewing? Uh, I participated in one other brew, but okay. yeah. Uh, but I like did a did a lot in this one like we all like worked it was a lot yeah. of work i didn't uh, actually it is enjoy a lot it is a lot how of much work. work it was um yeah it is a lot of work so uh it's been aging for a long time i bet michael probably still has one maybe or two because it was uh, and so we named it after his wife our friend taylor uh and one of the pet names michael had for taylor was uh Tay Beastie? I don't know. It, it, it was just funny. It was a funny thing. Uh, and so we named this beer because it was so, I think it was like 14% when done. Um, we called it Tay Beastly uh, because it was, so we named it after the bride of the wedding in which we were uh, and brewing it yeah, for. Brewing. Um, and so just a, it is based on, uh, the recipe is based on a really famous rare beer called Kate the great okay. uh, which is from portsmouth brewery um and it is a russian imperial stout that is like limited release um i was gonna try to look up the avb abv so it is our own um and and honestly it's like a little bit too old like i probably should have popped it about a year ago for maximum enjoyment um but I, I think we each got a six pack, and so I've had them, you know, spaced out over the course yeah, yeah, of yeah. Um, ten. Years. I think when I met you, when, did we pop 20, one? No, I've never drank one. I think in 2013, when I met you, maybe the first time I came to your house was in early 2014. Okay, I think you had two left. Oh, interesting. Well, so I think was... you've drank one since. Probably. 2014 probably and then, is this the last yeah this must be the last one uh it's my last one yeah it's yeah, my yeah, last yeah, yeah. The well last there, one there, six is, pack. there is a chance that it might there might be one like hidden in storage somewhere let's see i'm looking at kate the great uh yeah so it's extremely highly rated uh limited release that's what the recipe is based off of yeah russian okay. imperial style so it's real dark real real heavy real boozy uh real malty um and i'm looking forward to seeing how it uh, has cellared for 11 years <laughs> let's see uh cheers cheers clink so it's still carbonated uh yeah popped off smell that just give it a whiff it smells like it re-fermented <laughs> smells like chocolate heaven it smells like uh here i'll let y'all let you do the pouring it uh man y'all gotta go to youtube and watch oh this my God. it's it's uh oil it's it's texas tea it's black man the head on it looks perfect Floaties. Got, got some sediment. Got quite a bit of sediment, that's for sure. Uh, and it's so dark, you're not going to be able to look through it. That's fine. And it is, see it is pitch black dark. Oh, yeah. one thousand. We got we got high, high, high uh, lumen uh, yeah. lights in front of us. I can't see through it at all. Bro, Wait. what? Oh, look at this. Look at this. But you can see lots of floaties when you put yeah, it up. the sediment's all up in there. Um. Okay, 
lots of vanilla notes. Um, smells sweet. It it smells very sweet. It smells like. I wish Ben. Well, it has some some toasted notes too. Oh, very much. Is, and yeah. I think it's. I think we oaked it as well. Uh, where you, you like put, put a like oak chips in there? Yeah, or yeah, something? yeah. Like you during did an aging. adjunct. Yeah, yeah. During the uh, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure we oaked it as well. Yeah, I yeah. You hit it. It's vanilla. It's toasted. It's chocolate. It's cake. All right, I'm gonna drink it. It's rich. Mm. Oh my gosh! So all the all the mm. all the alcohol's gone. I mean, this, yeah. there's, there's no burn. No, but it's toasted. It tastes like a. It tastes. It tastes like a roasted marshmallow on a winter's eve. <laughs> uh, I don't love marshmallow, so I'm gonna like a toasted marshmallow to on a yeah. winter's eve. Uh, I don't really love marsh. It's like stringy and sticky. Uh, it almost. It so I you're gonna maybe I'm crazy, but I got like I'm mean, getting some. I think you mean graham cracker. Okay. I don't. Oh, maybe don't graham get cracker. Marshmallow, but like graham cracker and like chocolate, like on point. So I get the s'mores, but it's definitely yeah. I think yeah. The t- yeah. It's tasty, yo. That's very good. It held up so nice. I mean, it did. The carbonation, everything held. Mm-mm-mm. There's just a bit of of bitter, you know, finish that sticks with you a little bit. But it's not. But it's not back of the palate bitter. But there's like there's like eight thousand calories in that bottle though too. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. <laughs> like whatever it is. Well, that's it's, what great beer is. Crazy. It's just like full of yeah. malt and full of. If you remember my complaint about Pliny the Elder, it was not full bodied enough. It's not full bodied. The viscosity was like water. Yeah, this, this is, is this is like coffee. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's got some thickness to it. It's uh it's hefty. Uh it's chewable. It's rich. It's chewable. It's not chewy. You don't think so? It's not that. Like, have you ever had like a really, really rich pretzel stout? It's like chewy. Like, yeah. It's like chewy. I wouldn't say this is chewy, but this is this is thick. It man, it's really good. It's it, solid. It's solid. It had an it had enough ABV to hold, and it sure as hell did. Yeah, it's really good, man. Um, okay, so I'm a, I'm a brewer, brewer, brewer. Uh, am I a heretic? Let's see, Adam. How do we judge whether or not someone's a heretic? Look, man. I guess it depends on the tradition you come from, doesn't it? There's a lot of Christians who think I'm a heretic based on their judgment of me and my belief systems um i think what you're getting at though is a more historical ecumenical definition of the word heretic and i know you're a little creedal so i'm a lot creedal (laughs) i'm a lot creedal uh that beer hold on one more, one more for one more for Yo, the beer. One more for the beer. It is really good. I, we also didn't rate it. I was about oh, to. Shit. I was T- about to, and then you moved us. Oh, off sorry, of sorry, it. sorry. What's the rating? I always forget about the rating. You got to keep me accountable here. Come on, man. Man, I What's think. The rating? I, man, I think I'm at like eight one. It's real good for okay. a homebrew. Okay. Uh, I, I've brewed. I've brewed 
some, a stout? I have. Uh, I've homebrewed. I've got all my own equipment. I've probably done a dozen five-gallon yeah. batches yeah. plus, I don't know, a half dozen one-gallon batches of just, like, stuff I was yeah, messing whatever. around with. Yeah. Um, I only have one homebrew that I would rate better than this, and Clayton, nice. it's the Black IPA. I made a Black IPA. That was a hundred thousand percent by accident, and it was <laughs> fire. Nice oh, fire. Man. So you can't recreate uh, it, eh? But yeah, I think this is like a one. Yeah, nice. Oh, and yes, I can recreate. I'm gonna it. give it a one hundred because it has my own blood, sweat, and tears in it, and so <laughs> you gave the last one a one. <laughs> no, I gave it a ten. Oh, Pliny right. got a ten that's right. because that's I was right. going right. with that's the right. fame, right. and this gets a hundred because it's got my boys. It, we 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 put we did that we did that. So, you know what? And none of you will ever be able to rate it and tell me any different. You can't prove me it's wrong true. that it's not 100. You can't. Unless you call BS on his scale, that <laughs> he can rate 100 on 0 to 10. Look, sometimes, sometimes you got to you got to you got to shoot for the stars and 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 you go above and beyond the scale because you're just that good. Sometimes it's like the we A+. Might, plus. Sometimes we might call that narcissism. <laughs> when it comes to this beer, I narcissize. Okay. Uh, Am I a heretic? After that comment. the w- Historically, the way that you would judge that question is based off the Nicene Creed. Yeah. A little bit of history about the Nicene Creed. It's the first real official creed of the church. So you do have the Apostles' Creed, which was like a... I was trying to remember which one came first. Apostles' Creed came first, right? Certainly. Certainly. It's much Um, shorter. And it was like a... It's like oral tradition that was like, hey, this is what we believe, right? You got to remember this. These people are inventing a religion. Well... Yeah, they they were motivated by consolidating power, I would argue. And they needed a creed to consolidate power around, I would argue. Well, so the Apostles' Creed happens around... Oh, I meant the Nicene Creed, sorry, at the Council of Nicaea. I was talking about the Nicene Creed. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm talking about the Apostles' Creed. It happens pretty early. It's pretty quick. It's somewhere around like 110-ish. Um the earliest letter we have is a letter or the earliest document of the new Testament we have is a letter of Paul. It's first Thessalonians. It's in the early to mid 50, somewhere in between like 53 and 55. Right. Um, and so then to have this creed pop up around 110, I mean, yeah. So this stuff happens pretty quickly. Like some of the hymnals of Paul and, uh, some of like Ephesians and Colossians, uh, Philippians, Philippians and Colossians. Sorry. Um, those are representative of right have, after Jesus, like so right around the they year. They could have been creedal, is your point. Yeah, well, used, used that way. Yeah, so what I'm saying is this stuff is happening really quick. Yeah, like think, I think about think about our our American denominations, right? The Assemblies of God starts in like 19, oh, 1914 or something. Right, right, like right. Azusa Street in 19, oh, Topeka, oh, Kansas oh, is 1901. Yeah. Like Pentecostalism is only 120 years old. Azusa Street was in California, Pasadena, uh, California. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Come on, man. Uh, third wave Pentecostalism begins in Topeka, Kansas, right before that. But uh, sure. Anyways, yeah. So, anyways, 
All of this stuff is happening pretty quickly. The Apostles' Creed comes out. The Nicene Creed is the first real creed of the church. 360. No. Oh, 380, on, 386. Uh, very close. Uh the, the council actually takes place in 325. Uh, it goes against Arius. Um, they're ruling on, is Arius a heretic? And that's because he had this weird view of Jesus. He had a view of Jesus that Jesus wasn't equal with... Santa Claus. Yep. It wasn't equal with the Father. Uh, and so his like he weakened the divinity of Jesus, and they ruled him a heretic for it. And he got um, slapped in the face. But... Literally and figuratively. But the version of the Nicene Creed that we have... 325. June 19, 325. This guy. But the version of the Nicene Creed that we have, uh, like the final version, isn't ratified until 381, that, which is why ah, you thought 386. Like, oh, me, my guy. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we are going to judge... Is Adam a heretic Let's go. based I, on the Nicene Creed? I'm looking forward to this. We had a professor, uh, which who, whom we love dearly. His name is Ben Blackwell. Um, and uh, he made us memorize the Nicene Creed. It's one of our finals. In multiple in multiple classes. <laughs> yeah. So at one point, I did have this memorized verbatim, but uh, I don't think I could recite it now. Well, I don't know if it's verbatim to this version because I just pulled this one off. Oh, I want the original line. Greek nerd. I'm just God. kidding. I'm just I'm kidding. Like, Adam, it's like nine. Go ahead. Okay. We believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker okay. of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. So what how am do I you supposed to do here? How do, yeah. <laughs> do you want to take this line by line? Or clause by clause. Look, I don't like the patriarchy, so this whole father language is a little problematic to me. Uh, I don't, okay, I don't wait, believe wait. in necessarily a creator. Uh, I don't think that he necessarily. Whoa, hold up. Okay, <laughs> wait, I got mad questions. All right, we're gonna take this line by line. Okay, let's go. Uh, I'm telling you, this might be a series, bro. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It might be one long episode, but we believe in one God. Are you, are you polytheistic? I am I am non-theistic. Um I atheistic? think atheistic? Yeah, so I or think agnot what, yeah, yeah what? right. I think that if there is a divine being, it is unified. So one, monotheist. Yeah, I well, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. But maybe but maybe there is no divine being. So agnot well, yeah. Yeah, see. Okay, mm, we'll yeah, get there. Yeah. Uh, uh so but, but if there is a deity, if there is one all-powerful deity, if there it's is one. if there is one if there is a creating force of all nature i believe that it is one it is it is a unity so also when, a great rick and morty episode so if if we're having this kind of general term would it be safe to say that you mean that if it's a like an emanating energy that if there's like divine, yes. if there is a source of divinity, it is a, unified. It is. It one. is one. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So I guess I would still then therefore be a monotheist if I am a theist. Certainly. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a cosmic war between multiple gods. Fuck no. Oh, sorry. Oh my God. You have to bleep that. Please I'm not. Bleep. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm not. not. These I, are running. Kevin, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize <laughs> to all the audience. I apologize. Uh, the father almighty. Yeah, okay, so almighty would imply omnipotence, which I think if there is a singular deity that is, like, behind all of this, then I don't know I don't know that almighty, 
I don't know if I'm down with Almighty. I don't know. But so we would really need to look at the Greek on that, and what they would mean is supreme. Yeah. So then, yeah. I mean, if it, um, yes, that's possible. Uh, father language, I think, is problematic. Why? <clears throat> if father is used to imply creator, like a like a progenitor, not necessarily like a male figurehead. Like I think you could interpret father a few different ways there. Like there is this creating force. Of course, I don't know. I guess mothers do that, but I don't know. Father, why father? Because that's what Jesus calls this person. Okay, that is a great argument. Jesus does refer to Adonai uh, as as father. So well, and Yahweh says. Uh, at the <laughs> baptism of Jesus, this is my beloved son. Okay, we're not at son. We're talking about father. Okay, I have different feelings speaking, about son. But it's God speaking. Yeah, but he's not called father in, that, in says, that text. this is my son, and Jesus calls him father. It's a mutual... I have problems with father. Does that make me a heretic? Maybe. I don't think so, because I call God mother. See, yeah. Not always. Does, that, does we, that make us heretics? I don't think so. There are lots of places. So let me give you an example. If Just because the patriarchy prioritized the stories where God is depicted as a man or a father doesn't mean that the Bible's absent of depictions of where God is a mother. Uh, oh, 100% agree. Or a woman. Yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. This is why I'm saying if the point, do I believe that a powerful or a, a, what was an almighty supreme. Deity, supreme, thank you, a supreme being, if there is some supreme unified deity, <clears throat> yes, I would, I would, I would grant that it is a creative force, and maybe that's what we mean by Father. Great, Maker of heaven and earth, this of all great. things visible and invisible. So this is creation, um, Maker of heaven and earth. I don't believe in heaven outside of earth. So heaven and earth is the same thing to me. I think heaven is. And earth is. Well, you're also, okay, so let me clarify. <laughs> with, with that statement, you are projecting lots of presuppositions okay. onto an ancient people that you don't know 100% what they mean by the word, or you have not explained right. 100% what they mean by the word heaven. Yeah, what do they, they mean? They do not think about heaven the way that most Americans that have watched The Simpsons sure. think about heaven. <laughs> Uh, okay. What, what does the how, word for heaven mean in Greek, Adam? Uh, gosh. It has another meaning. Sky? Sky. Yeah. Clouds, like the up there. Okay. 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 So it's the about creation. Platonic, the heavens and the earth. Like, okay. Yeah. So maker of heaven the universe, and earth. Yeah. Okay. So we're not talking about some post-mortem existence. We're not we're talking, talking about, about eschatology. That comes later. Okay. So maker of heaven and earth. And what's the rest of the line? Uh, of all things visible, visible and, and invisible. invisible. Um, yeah, sure. Okay, great. If there is one singular D, if, if I grant you the first premise, which I might not. But you also might. I might. Yeah. So then, yes. Well, let's keep going. <laughs> uh, we believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ. Okay, okay. Now we're on Jesus. All right. Um, so the Nicene Creed is set up into three parts, right? So you have a... You, uh, it's it, actually four. It's Trinitarian. No. Because mm-hmm. then you have the church. That's the Holy Spirit. Nope. 
Boy, okay. There they are. Own section. Uh, I'll put them together. Hey, man, this is the we'll ratification. We'll argue about that when we come to it. This is the ratification. <laughs> this is why it took 381 to get a final product because they add the okay, stuff about okay. the church. Okay, okay, okay. This that's the most nerdiest thing we've done in a long time. <laughs> okay, what is the line again? Um, we believe in one Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, I believe I I do think there is enough historical evidence based on my scholarship. My, my own research, I think a historical Jesus, I, there's a very compelling case to be made for historical Jesus who, who did impact ancient Palestine in the first century. Uh, and yes, I believe in a Jesus. And you mean that from biblical and extra biblical evidence? Extra biblical evidence, I think, is pretty clear. Mm-hmm. I know s- there are some scholars who will argue contrary. I, I, I understand the debate. I think historical Jesus is a pretty settled idea. For well, let's say it, well, let's say it this way. In most academia today, the atheists and the agnostics, their argumentation and attack is not that Jesus didn't exist. Right. It's that there were lots of characters like he Jesus was, that exist. He was not necessarily unique in what he did. Yes. That's their argument now. That's like Bart but Ehrman's argument. I'm only saying that because nobody's really refuting the Jesus, historical Jesus didn't yeah. exist. Okay, so um, uh, here's, here's my hang-up. Here, here's, here's my hang-up with if I'm, if I'm a heretic. I knew this line was coming. So some might say that the only way to judge somebody on whether or not they are a Christian or non-Christian, read, accepted, or heretic, because <laughs> if you're not a Christian, then you're a heretic. That's the right. same damn thing. Okay, so some people might say that the one way you judge somebody, he says, how do you judge that, is do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord, Lord. and Savior? Two critical well, descriptors. To be fair, I was about to, if you did not comment on it, I was about to say the entire premise of this clause is actually the Lord part. I'm getting there, yeah, bro. Okay. This is my hangup. Again, lordship is an ancient concept. Mm-hmm. It's a governmental concept. It's a social structure mm-hmm. concept. Mm-hmm. It's an economic, like it's a political it's like a power position man you just drink that beer you were just like you know what last sip uh, oh. <laughs> nope you can't have no more it bro was still in there. <laughs> i um, was nurturing okay so uh, uh 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 so lordship man like i don't know that i can do it okay but wait i don't have a lord but but wait see okay this do is- you though so I, I would. Me. I'm going to ask. Me. I don't know. I, I'm going to present this in two ways. Yeah, let's go. First, don't you have a Lord? I don't. Because doesn't Jesus govern your ethic? Well, influence. I'm a Pelagian. <laughs> influence. That's not about your ethic, though. Yes, it is. I think there's influence there. If I if I want to. I was going to say murder somebody. I'm not going to ever murder somebody, and I don't want this to be like some weird admission thing. Uh, if I wanted to do something that I felt like violated my essence. Right. You mean this part of Pelagius. Okay, come on. I can, and I will. I'll Everybody br- can. Everybody will. So then, but I don't feel bad about it because I feel like I violated the rules of my Lord or the rulings of my Lord or the, or the, uh, the, 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 uh, boundaries placed upon me by my Lord. 
I'm not account. I don't feel like I'm accountable to a man in a fourth dimension that listens to my inner thoughts. I don't feel accountable to that individual. That's because you're far too given over to grace. Well, not not in a bad way. Pelagius, like, baby. Well, that's what he is, right? He's I like overemphasizing grace. Yes, ma'am. This part of his thoughts, not what got him deemed as a heretic. Amen. If we're being honest, this is not what his problem was. Yeah. The problem was he that the divinity he, of Jesus. Nope. Oh. Pelagius denied the impacts of sin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Pelagius. Right. No corruption, no guilt. That's the deal. Pelagius, his view and understanding of sin. That's my view. It doesn't exist. That? No corruption, no guilt. We've had, We've this, had conversation. this conversation. We've had this conversation. So you what do I need a lawyer this. for? Is okay. murder sin? Okay. Listen, listen. Is harming not, an individual listen, sin? Listen, we're not going to beat that horse. Listen, you tell me, what does lordship mean for you? And let me see if okay. I fit within your definition. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to say that this is coming from an ancient audience that had no understanding of a livable construct that worked that was not lordship. Oh, right. It, it was like, it, it was, it's a political term. I mean, you got to remember that like, that like Plato and the understanding of like the democracy had already taken place and failed. <laughs> miserably by the time the Roman empire comes around. And so everyone is going back to, Hey, that was a cool idea, but that's never going to work. Yeah. And so nobody has a construct of anything except Lordship. Okay. I think I see where you're going with this. Go and ahead. So if you have it. to accept Lordship, would you confess Jesus as said, Lord, I, the person, the character that Jesus represents and what you know about the history of lords, is Jesus the type of lord that you would confess? Or would you confess to Donald Trump as your lord? So Which you're I saying, think is a great you're saying that if I had to have an authoritative, all-powerful figurehead, <coughs> either corporeal or incorporeal, was like in control of my finances and my or, well-being and my well to be fair i do believe that what they mean is not necessarily in control or is it like just like a title is it just a title or is it an actual like is it just like a title like a like um well, like, no, like so now like lord, now lord is title jesus is his name christ is his epithet oh man you're such a nerd um that was very helpful thank you um i don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> okay, but your your hang up in this is on the Lord it's part, trauma. not the Jesus part. Not the Jesus part. No, nope, yep, it's, it's the, Lord, the part. Lord part. Okay, yep. so stick a pin in that. Maybe I'm a heretic. Nope, I don't think so. Okay. I think you got qualms because of the way you've seen that word oppress people. Yeah, like, it's yeah. oppressive. Thank you. Okay, yes. now. The other important part of this clause, the Christ part. Okay, yeah. So because I actually the epithet part. I if we if by Christ we are thinking in terms of a messianic figure, an anointed one who has come to set some wrong things right. Yes. Great. The the title Christ or the epithet Christ, the anointed one, Messiah, that now, when we translate it as king and we make him some, again, some political figure, like ruling. Stop. 
You, but some oh people translate God, it that way. I, we, I know, and you should. I'm about to. Who? Oh okay, Lord. Okay, moving myself. on. Moving on. Moving uh, on. What? This comes to the Lord thing. This comes back to. Are the you Lord kidding thing. me? Are you kidding me? I'm a Democrat. What bro. does the word I don't, "good news" mean? Where did that word come from? Did Christians invent that word? No, they didn't. Evangelion. It was oh, announced before the king would arrive. Uh -huh. I understand. Check yourself. The story tells you Jesus is a king. Who? I'm about to. I don't I'm like about, it. I'm gonna lose my mind. I reject it. All right. Down with the monarchy. The only begotten Son of God. You remember this yes. was a whole iteration. This word begotten was an entire iteration of if, the Council of Nicaea. If I grant you premise one, mm -hmm. yes. Great. No qualms. Born of the Father before all ages. I think that if I don't necessarily think that Jesus was... Um, Okay, I know exactly what you're going to say when I say this out loud. <laughs> I can already hear you. I, okay, shut up. I don't necessarily think Jesus was divine. Of course he was divine. If I'm divine, everybody's divine. Okay, everyone has divinity in them. So he was at least divine in that way. Okay, yes, I hear you, Cullen. Thank you. Um, does Is he uniquely God in some way that, uh, above uh, uh, normal human deity, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I think he was really influential. Can you read the line again? Born of the Father before all ages. Before all ages. Okay, sorry. That's where I was going with this. Born of the Father before all ages. So. So this is like John one. So is he in the beginning was God? Yeah. And the so, Word was with God. The Word was God. I am a heretic because I think Jesus was oof created. You think he's okay in what way? I don't think he was eternally existing. Okay, why? If and he is God, then of course he was because remember I believe that God is one. Right. But so, then that makes me one too. Right. He was a human. Right. So was he born before all ages? If he was, I was. If by that you mean we're made of the dust of the cosmos that has existed for eternity? Yup. No, that's not what we mean. That's how I interpret it, not a heretic. Moving on. No, that's not what we mean. Uh, the preexistent element. This, this is John 1. That, that what, what this clause is trying to get someone to affirm is so you have two different Greek words here. In the clause before, you have begotten, and in this one, you have born, right? So born of the Father. So coming out of the Father, meaning that... Proceeding from. Yeah, proceeding from. That source of divinity still comes from, from what Paul yeah. Tillich would say is the ground of being, yeah. which I do, I do love that concept i don't love where he took it but like that concept of like emanating a lot of people energy think, a lot of people think he was a heretic too i right, thought paul tillich do. was a heretic well paul tillich was also a womanizer the, aren't uh, they all aren't well they all i don't think so but so this like emanating energy that paul tillich calls the ground of being that the nicene creed's calling the father 
Um, ah, okay. Born of the Father before yep. all ages. That okay. Jesus, this this divine character, but eternally existing. Yes, but before yeah, in the all same ages. way that we would say that the Holy Spirit eternally existed. E, I wouldn't say that. Why? Because okay. Jesus is a human being. No, I buy no, the humanity. No, I overemphasize no, the humanity no, of Jesus. No. No to all. So I am a Objection. heretic. No, you're just wording it wrong. Bring back Clayton. That's our new intro. You're just wording it wrong. What what I'm trying to get you to understand is that <clears throat> what Paul says is that Jesus let go of himself, that Jesus released himself. Yeah. To take on the form yeah. of a human. Yeah, he did not count his divinity as so his equality with God as something to be grasped. So do you think Jesus, when he was born in 4 BC, that the entirety of Jesus' existence was created in that moment when Mary I mean, birthed him in the barn? No, it was... Ah, done. No, wait. It, was, it happened when she was impregnated. <laughs> And how'd that happen? Well, we're getting to that line. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if Jesus is eternally existent. That would make me a heretic. Uh, Historically. Historically, that would make you a heretic. It would. Uh, But if he is divine, in the same way that I'm divine. but, But also in the way that, like, yeah, if you believe that there's any divinity in him that is sourced from the Father. I do think that is possible. And, then but, it comes from the beginning. But If, if it, you believe that okay. the Father, the eminent energy, is in the so, beginning. So here's my next premise uh, adaptation then. If I grant that Jesus is divine eternally, then that means I too... And divine eternally in the same way that he is. Yeah. Okay, granted. The next Bible line. would affirm that. Okay. Righteousness would affirm that. Okay. Now that you, is, that but, is my but, concession. Okay, but the difference is you've been corrupted. Jesus has not. Oof. Oof. Dis- hard pass. Next Whoa. slide. <laughs> nope. I don't, I, don't, I don't believe in the you, perfection thing, man. You don't think Jesus was perfect? You don't think the way Jesus is recorded hey, in the Bible the is perfect? We're going to the Nicene Creed. Right. Get, your, get your non-essential elements out of here. God, it's it's going to come up. God <laughs> from God, light from light. This was the line in the Nicene Creed. I've studied the Nicene Creed. I've read books on the Nicene Creed. I've written it. I've memorized it. I've taken tests on it. I've, 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 I've dissected the Nicene Creed. I've had years on the Nicene Creed. This line for me has always been, what? I'm like, what the hell? I don't know. God from God, light from God. Okay, cool. Yes. Emanating energy, yielding sure. emanating energy. Cool. Done. Okay. Yes. Grant. True God from true God. Yeah. Great. Begotten, not made. Ooh. Consubstantial with the Father. Yeah, so this is a big debate, right? Um, this makes me a heretic, Cullen. I don't think, okay, our babies made, was your first child begotten or made? 
begotten. Now, I don't think, I think, I think St. Nicholas might slap you in the face. He would. He would. So you're a heretic too. <laughs> no. Uh, if, yeah, okay, he look. would say they're made. Okay. If, if, if that is how you are, think, are interpreting this line, yes, granted. Well, but see, begotten, the, but, but the begotten part is actually an argument from above I that they're know. carrying. The, the consubstantial with the father is the clause in this line. Consubstantiation. Okay. Which um, I can affirm you, I'm not sure. Am I consubstantial with the father? Well, that depends. The authors of the Nicene Creed would not say I am. They would. Well, then only, I grant it. No, only if. You are consubstantiated by the righteousness of Jesus. Yeah, That's right, what Paul right, 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 right. Okay, 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 okay. But what they're saying That's is good. that Jesus does not need that because he has that. Jesus does not need ah. that righteousness covering because he is that righteousness covering. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I, I understand. I don't think Jesus was, I'm sorry, y'all. I love Jesus. I don't think he, I think he was just a human man. I think he was a baby. You don't think that he's any different than you? I think he was a better human than me. I don't think that means that he was eternally existent before the foundations of the world. So no. yes, historically you would absolutely I'm a heretic. Be a heretic. <laughs> yeah, there's just no way around it. I was fighting for you, my man. Let's keep going. This is fun. Yeah, it is, but you yeah, you a heretic. <laughs> uh, through him all things were made. Let me answer for you, Adam. No. Well, look, again. Uh, if emanating being, okay, if yeah. emanating energy is creator. And Jesus is not consubstantial. If Jesus was not preexistent, then Jesus cannot have made. Jesus that's, cannot have participated in creation. That's true. Your I, answer must be no, or you must retract your previous statement. Then my answer is no. Proceed. Okay. <laughs> I got to wrestle, y'all. I don't know. This is, this, maybe we shouldn't have done this. <laughs> oh, God. What were you going to say? Because you were going to be like, well, I think, actually. <laughs> no, <dude. laughs> Okay, next line. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> next line. For us men and our salvation. Yeah, so right. This is saying this is about salvation. Um I do think I I I, I do I do um as a Pelagian, I do have a soteriology, so yes, granted. Done. He came down from heaven. He came from the sky. That's what they're saying. They also believe. Nah, man. He emanating energy. The he, father is. He came there. out of Mary's uh, lady parts. <laughs> Great. He did though. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary. The, uh, the Virgin part. I don't know that I believe in virgin birth. Well, okay. So let's have a conversation about virgin birth because I my suspicion is a lot of your hang up and the totality of Jesus comes from the virgin birth part. Um Yeah, I mean, okay. I guess hold Adam. on. I guess 
if she was impregnated by God, then yeah, Jesus would be something special from eternity past. Yes. Great. So let's have let's have a conversation. Was she raped, y'all? Come on, man. Was she raped? Nope. I don't think so. Because Nah, bruh. Adam, she seems real re- she seems you real joyful in the book of Luke How that can- she has that child. Bruh. She you- seems real excited about it. Mm. And just because the Bible didn't tell you that she prayed maybe for it doesn't mean she didn't. Maybe she's really excited about it because Joseph didn't divorce her and her rapist didn't kill her. Or maybe she's really excited about it because her cousin, Elizabeth, affirmed it with John. Because mm, he left in her womb. And a miraculous or thing with her that- husband, Zechariah. These old people. I'm just saying. I don't, I, I, but see, you're reading that literally, bro. You're reading that I'm, stuff literal. I'm actually. Yes, you are. Yeah, but the problem is you're not. I'm not. What's the Greek word for virgin, Adam? Oh, I have no idea. Adam, the word, the Greek word for virgin can also be translated young girl. Yes, okay. And that is equally true. So maybe she wasn't Hebrew. a virgin. Yeah, I understand. Well, no, I'm not necessarily. She was a maiden. I'm not necessarily saying that either. The other thing I might say is that we have messed it up. We white evangelical Christians have messed it up presupposing that this is the only virgin birth. Virgin birth. What? Oh, I learned this from David Capes, my man. Okay. One of the most conservative scholars I've ever met. Much uh, love to David Capes. Was always. an associate dean at Wheaton. Oh, yeah. One no. of the most conservative tier one research institutions in the world. No, shout out to David um, Capes. He's he's real. He's a real one. Uh no. The Hebrew Bible, uh when we talk about the virgin birth in the New Testament, it quotes um a passage in the Old Testament. A prophet in the Old Testament. Adam, what's the judge of whether a prophet is a true prophet or a false prophet? If their prophecy comes true. Oh, so if somebody prophesies in the ancient world that there's destruction that's going to happen that won't until the virgin birth, and then it doesn't happen? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, so it's not the only virgin birth. Or we would have a false prophet right. in the Bible. Okay, that's a great argument. Uh, okay, so, so what, whatever so what? virgin birth means... It might not mean birth without it might sexual not, intercourse. Well, it okay. might not mean whatever you've dreamed it up to mean, because at least the Bible thinks there's clearly been more than one of them. Okay, well, whatever. I don't believe in a virgin birth as currently formulated in my Western American... And you don't believe... In a like supreme divinity of Jesus, so you can't affirm the like impregnated by the Holy Spirit part, consummated by the Holy Spirit. Being impregnated by God, it feels real icky to me, man. Hey, man, have you read Genesis six? Uh look, that doesn't make me feel any better. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> you doesn't. you have a problem that the ancient world didn't have about the commingling of divinity and humanity. Yeah, but but if it's figurative storytelling, maybe I'm more okay with it. Uh, but if, I don't know that I'm saying that either. If Did, there's I a mean, literal, have you read the story of David and Goliath? That's yes. a big dude. 
According to Genesis 6, that would be a Nephilim. That's a giant. Bro, that is different. a demigod. That's different, though. That's Yo, different. that's what you're saying right now. No, bro. Virgin birth is different from Goliath being big. No, I'm talking <laughs> about Genesis 6 and the Nephilim. That the sons oh, oh, of God oh, oh, are coming oh, oh, down oh. and sleeping oh, with the daughters oh. of God. Sorry, you threw me off with the David and Well, Goliath. that's what they are. The Nephilim are these giants you. that Goliath is like this representation I don't necessarily, of. but that's what I say. Genesis 6, I don't necessarily see, buy that either. That's what I'm saying is you are a modern person that seems to have this problem with the commingling of divinity and humanity that the ancient world and biblical So, okay, let me, let me ask you, Pastor Cullen. No, mm-hmm. next line. Okay. I deny the virgin birth. Okay. Oof. Uh, and became man. You don't deny that part. He's you def- overemphasize that part. For sure. One hundo. That is my creed. <laughs> For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. Lots of historical evidence of this. And would uh, you say that that happened before you, for ab- your sake? Absolutely, as okay. a as a moral influence. Uh, he suffered death and was buried. Yep. Yeah, rose again on the third day, in accordance with the scriptures. Oh, the resurrection! Paul says in First Corinthians fifteen that your faith means nothing without the resurrection. I think Jesus is resurrected in our hearts and minds every time he influences us yeah, to be better modern, people. This is a very modern representation. Uh, to <laughs> quote James Cone and some of the liberation theology. Okay, I'm down for that. Uh, if Jesus' body is not resurrected, it's not real good news to their people I know. that were murdered. I know. Inhumanely and unjustly. I know. They would crucify you right now for that statement. Oh, wow. What a choice of words. Um, it was intentional. <laughs> let's say, uh, I don't know. Great. Uh, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. If he's divine, Yes. They are one. Wait, we got it. If he's divine now, I'm before saying, you said absolutely not. There's no way he's divine. <laughs> oh yeah. no! So then, what does it mean to be seated at the right hand of the Father? That's like an authoritative thing, right? Like he he has. Well, it would be a like an order of supremacy, an order of emanation, which we would also have in the scriptures. Oh, so you're a subordinationist? Not in ah, that. See, I well, can do it too. Well, in some ways, yes, because John oh, five. Oh, get him. Well, John five would say. In Jesus' own words, I can't do anything except what I see my father doing. See, this is why Emil Bruner has such a good response. to He's self-limited. Anyways, okay, now we're getting real nerdy. Um, Next. The ascension. If he's divine, you believe that he's ascended and is in second command to emanating energy. I do believe that Jesus went away. (laughs) <laughs> so ascension yes so why do you believe that all these people would give their lives oh, as a, martyrs to a lie that he never rose again yep oh you believe that yeah look no way in hell i agree with that uh hundreds of thousands of people were persecuted across 50 years by the roman empire and longer because of this person's story, you think it's all on a lie? The Jews have been persecuted too. Yeah. The but, same God. 
But not for something illogical like a resurrection of the dead, which some of them would also affirm. I think there's been a lot of persecuted religious groups throughout time. Name me some. Native Americans. Oh, that's great. Yep, yep, yep. That's a great one. And they endured a lot of martyrdom for their God. Mm -hmm. Does it make it, does that make their God more God than the God of Christians? Nope, but it does make it a little different in that nothing in Native American theology hinges on a human. All of it is on great spirit. Mm. emanating energy there's a difference that a person was born had a ministry of three years and in that time garnered a following of thousands of people of which a religion that. spawned across 20 years and then they began writing it down and within 50 to 60 years well within 20 years the Roman Empire yeah. destroys the Jewish temple and within a hundred years is persecuting the church, the Christian church, unlike any persecution of religious, like xen, like xenophobia that anyone's. I just seen. don't know that that is, I, I grant all that. I just don't know that that is a compelling argument for Christianity being the only religion. Like for, Nobody it, said that. If it, for it's just not a good argument for it being unique. Well, it, I mean, the unique part is that it hinges on an individual that eyewitnesses saw crucified, yeah. and then eyewitnesses saw again with testimony of someone touching their physical body with the marks of it. Yeah. Um, and then doing an entire religion around it and going around proclaiming at the risk of death that this is all true. Yeah. Thousands of people did this journey. Hundreds of thousands of people lost their lives. I mean, Muhammad, to this cause. right? I mean, Islam and Muhammad, I think, is a good example of another religion that is based around a person that oh, many, uh, many have been martyred for. Uh -huh. Another Mo Abrahamic religion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next because line. It's about sacrifice. Uh, he will come again in glory to judge oh. the living and the dead. I deny the Ooh, parousia. You got no parousia, love? No. Then He's we, not coming back, y'all. Yeah, that's right. You think when you die, you just like propagate atom and matter and you just give back to the... Hell yeah. Yeah. The it's cyclical. beautiful. It's exactly what flowers do. I'm a flower, baby. Nah. Uh, Proceed. And his kingdom will have no end. That's just... That's just political rhetoric that i'm not okay with mm. so you don't think that i don't like the kingdom stuff bro oh, man but i'm too much of an american all see right. i'm a true all american all right, all right, all right. uh we we gonna visit this oh, let's do it. conversation and the problem of evil okay because you need the kingdom and you need the good king to solve the problem of evil Nah, man, we just need oh a few good, God. we just need some good community organizers. We just oh need a march. Oh, my God. We need to give the power to the people. Moving on. I There's going to come an episode in the next Let's series go. where I'm going to light you up. Let's go. Uh, I dig it. I be, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life. Yeah, Holy Spirit being Lord. I don't like Lord language. Um, we already talked about that. But again, if we're going to think like, yes, if there is a deity, it 
is one. I definitely think the the Holy Spirit is that the same as that deity, that power, that energy, that emanation. Well, you're calling Jesus a liar because Jesus says it's His Spirit. Ooh. But that's subordination. No, if, technically if, it's pass through. Okay, so who? Okay, so okay. All right, next line. <laughs> Let's have this debate. Who proceeds from the Father and the Son? Uh-huh. This was an entire iteration of the Nicene Creed. This is one of the reasons it took. You know, uh, this is why the Greek fifty years or more. This is why the Eastern Orthodox Church broke away this from is, the yeah. Latin Western Church yeah, because ten fifty four of this clause. Yep. The uh, oh, what's it called? The Great Schism. The Great Schism. No, I know, but the uh, something clause. The something clause of the Nicene Creed. Oh my gosh, Ben Blackwell, don't listen. I feel disgraced. He's probably not listening. Um, clause. What's it called? The, the I I know exactly when you say it, but I'm drawing a blank. It, it's the Greek word or the Latin word for proceeding. Oh. Um, it's late. It's almost time. I know, man. We're so tired. Um, and the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. Uh, the Filioque Clause. That's right. Come Filioque. on. There it's we there. go. Filioque Clause. Uh, anyways, we don't need to spend a lot of time on that. Also, to be fair, that's a Latin clause. Latin. Yeah. That's a Latin phrase. It was written in Latin. Yep. So, who proceeds from the Father and the Son? I like Ben Blackwell's reinterpretation and through the sun. Mm-hmm. But that requires that you believe the sun's divine. Yeah, that's true. Well, unless. No, there's no unless. Um, no, yeah. If we're all divine, he's divine in the same way that I'm divine. He's not uniquely divine. He's not eternally existent divine. But he is divine in the same way that I, I am divine. The spirit's not descendant like promulgating through you, bro. Oh, I know you. I'm a and heretic. The spirit is not good enough. The spirit is too good to promulgate through you. I am a heretic. Full of sin. <laughs> Last line. Uh, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. Forever and ever. Amen. No. Oh, am I missing a line? Well, that's the, that's the Apostles' Creed. Oh. oh. So... Uh, who with the Father and the yeah. Son is adored so, and glorified. This, this is, is a, a this is a statement of equality this, amongst the three. Right. And worship of the Trinity. Yeah. Which you clearly deny. Oh man, I'm a heretic. Next line. Uh who has spoken through the prophets. Did God speak through the prophets? Man, this is the biggest hang up I got. <laughs> this is the biggest problem. Look, brah. A lot of them were down there on January 6, 2001, praying in the Capitol building after they had beaten police officers with flagpoles, and they believed that they heard the Holy Spirit say, do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, you it, also know that Hitler heard the Holy Spirit say, do it. Exactly. So I don't know if Holy Spirit's speaking through the prophets, because some of y'all prophets whack. And how do we know which ones are whack and which ones are not whack? Well, who's hearing? Name me, name me a few biblical prophets that are whack. Uh, all of them. I don't know, but see, that's different. I mean, like, no, that's what they okay, mean. Okay, okay, okay that's okay, what okay. they mean. Okay, great. Okay, no, good clarifier. Uh, so in this, they mean the prophets, like the canonical prophets, like Isaiah, Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, okay, yeah, fine. Okay. Uh, we believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. 
Yeah, uh, in the original translations of those words, uh, Catholic being one and apostolic being... Catholic being universal. Universal, sorry. Yeah, and, and apostolic being... Um, Sending. Yeah, like go, yeah, mm-hmm. on mission. Yeah, okay, fine, sure, yeah. We confess one baptism oh, yeah. for the forgiveness of, of sins. sins. You don't believe in sin, apparently, so you can't believe in a baptism for Damn. the forgiveness of it. Yeah. True. <laughs> you baptize people at your church, Adam? Uh, they, yeah, they do baptisms. I don't baptize them. Your children been baptized? One of them. Would you like the other one to be baptized? If he wants to. Yeah, it has no bearing on you and your like thoughts about What's it gonna your do? children. Is he going to go to hell if he doesn't? That's. I mean, that's a question for you. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Well, then there you go. Do you think baptism does anything? Do you think it means anything? It's a public profession of faith. It's oh. an outward sign of an inward reality. Your memorialism? Like, do you believe in the memorial view? <laughs> well, I I certainly don't believe in... <laughs> well, if you don't believe in sin, you don't think it needs to be washed away. Yeah, I guess not. Man, I believe in like dis- like different dispensations of grace. I'm a sacramentalist through and through. Yeah, I get it. I get sacramentality for the sake of sacramentality. I don't ascribe any power to it. But you don't ascribe any power to grace. It's That's tradition. why you're Pelagian. It's tradition. What you're doing is participating in a tradition which is powerful and has meaning. But not enough meaning that you care about it for your son? If he wants to. Yeah, so it's just like indifferent. It's just like participating in Santa Claus. I think it's I, like whenever you don't want to do this anymore. I we guess just don't I'm an agnostic. I think atheist is wrong. I think I'm an agnostic. I think I'm kind of like meh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, and we look forward to the resurrection of the dead yeah. and the life of the world to come. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I do look forward to the life in the world to come. There's no world to come for you. Of course there is. There's always a world to come. No, it's whatever t- you put back into the world. Like, it's just your matter going back. It will, it's a circle of life. It will always continue. I won't, be, I, won't have a, I won't be conscious of it somewhere in some... So it's not a resurrection of the dead. It's just like you're dead. I think that when you die... You die. No. Yeah, you you you're, you're, the lights go out, but your but your biology is going to repur- be repurposed in the earth. You you are going to go from dust to dust, baby. So would you call that? Well, but that's the other way, huh? I when they mean dust to dust, they mean dis like disintegration into the thing you were before, which is just matter. That's exactly what I believe. You're going to go back into being matter. You're going to be like biofuel for the ecosystem every person that has written the bible has ever read the bible agrees with you great the difference is do you believe that that matter will be repurposed so that you are resurrected no (laughs) why would why would that happen 
Because that's life. What did Jesus come sure. proclaiming? Okay. Life. If you mean like some version of reincarnation, like no, like that's like not what I mean. I mean resurrection. Like if I'm if I'm buried if if I do human composting and I become a tree. No, dude. I mean Ezekiel thirty seven, oh resurrection of God. the dead. That's poetry, bro. I believe that. It's poetic telling in but the same way. But you also believe or, literal resurrection. I believe that there's an afterlife of which you need a soul and a body to participate in, which therefore requires some experience of a resurrected body, of which I would point you to any story of Jesus post-resurrection as a glorified or deified body. One that can eat and yet also somehow float Do through locked doors. Does it poop? Sure, it eats food. Does, That's what does, Jesus does, does it, when he has breakfast on the beach. Does it pee? Sure, he drinks water and wine. So you still have all the same bodily functions. Of course, you're still a human, bro. Are you, are you decaying? No, you're not decaying. You are full of life. And everyone is at the epitome of their existence. Hey, look, man, comment below. On what you guys want us to talk about in the new year. Hey, I look forward to the resurrection of the uh, dead and the life of the world to come. Amen and amen. Woo! Thanks for listening to the Pints and Perspectives podcast hosted by Wellhouse Church. Be sure to give us a rating and a review if you enjoyed the episode. It's free and it helps us immensely. Also, feel free to check out our other podcasts.